Hello, this is Augusto Ali, and welcome to my podcast, where I will review AEW Evolution, Dark, and AEW Dynamite. And some notes. Starting with AEW Dark Elevation. Alright, let's go to the matches, as usual, the matches. Start, let's start with the matches. Ty Conti versus Ray Lynn. Level one was ringside. Conti overwhelmed Lynn with a stunner, then an all-around backbreaker, a pump kick, running knee, and a hammerlock. DT ended the contest. Lee Johnson defeated Adam Priest. Dustin Rose ringside. Johnson railed with a netbreaker, leaving Campbell over the ropes on the outside at a roll-up exchange. Johnson threw Priest into the corner of Buckle Bomb. A very cool fisherman netbreaker earned the win. Dasha interviewed Ryan Neff. Nothing is offensive and disgusting more than someone in Orange Cassidy. OC maybe he is cool, but Neff will show me he's not certainly no hunk. The Varsity Blondes versus Fugo Dasson and Jake St. Patrick. Fugo connected on Toria DT to Brian Pillman Jr., but Pillman was not the legal man. Grace Garrison blindsided Fugo with discus punch to win. Max Caster versus Ryzen. Caster rap about Ryzen, including streaking and max pads. Caster fakes the knee injury to pounce for a brain buster, a fine elbow drop to triumphant. We got a rising star of the week, Red Velvet. Her father was a pro boxer. Velvet won a fight, but she was not destined to be a boxer. Little Cupcake became a pro dancer, but fell on pro wrestling. Cody Rose revealed that Velvet was not completely signed AEW. He was a press house. She stepped up to the occasion to replace Brandy against Jay Cargill. Velvet closed, saying that she had the blood of a fire, so bring everything you got. Big Swell Red Velvet defeated Leva Bates and Maddie Wranowski. Wranowski controlled by choking Swell. Bates run upset her partner antics. Wranowski dragged Swell to the corner for a tag, but Bates flapped her yap of sportsmanship. Wranowski responded partly backing Bates in the face with a book. Bates stitched her partner. Velvet used the hot tag, started out with a shotgun, dropkick on Wranowski for the victory. Dasha Gazelle interviewed Ethan Page. He only cares about his winning Ross record. More numbers to the, to the win column. Since Dark Order is only picking on five, Page will do a favor and make sure five is not around anymore. We got Starks and Hobbs versus Jarrell and Royce Isaacs. Hooker was ringside. Starks was in trouble with her stunner flying crossbody. Hobbs broke the pin, then crushed Isaacs with a spine buster. And Nelson ran the ropes. Hook hooked the foot. This triple out. Arks to finish with a Rochambeau slam. Then Diamond Lightlight versus Baron Black. Limelight turned the tie by pushing Black into the ring post. A springboard double stomp to the back paved the road for a rear naked choke submission. Orange Cassidy defeated Ryan Neff. The, the Hollywood hunk was in control through a DET. He wiggled his hips, set up a netbreak for OC counter into a mousetrap pin for the to win. Ethan Page defeated five. Mr. Eagle ate a spinning heel kick, then fired back with Rush's clothes to fatten the masked man. That led to a crucifix powerball for the victory. Page had a message on the mic for future competition. They were just given a a free lesson on how to be the best professional wrestler. His beautiful face will be in AEW for a very long time. Ryu Nizumi defeated Leah Hirsch. Legit rail with headbutt. She followed with a running knee strike and released German suplex. Hirsch went for armbar but couldn't lock it up. Nizumi came back with a clothesline. Running leg drop and a kick out. Nizumi transitioned to head and arm choke and choke. Hirsch countered armbar. Nizumi used a powerbomb to escape. Hirsch 
had a momentum clothesline, powerful slam, and Hirsch covered Izumi with a pin. Izumi surprised Hirsch with a head and arm triangle. Izumi rolled around the ring, of course, to tap out. So now let's get to the stories from this elevation. Let's get to them. All right. Big Swell Red River after they won. We saw Kay Cargill, Nella Rose, Vicky Guerrero came out on stage for some trash talk. There was no physical talk, I mean, contact, but it's clear that Cargill and Velvet have unfinished business. During the same match, Bates and Ronkowski were forced to team together. It was predictably combust. Bates did not like Ronkowski bending the rules, so Ronkowski hit her teammate in the face of the book. Bates ditched Ronkowski to finish the contest alone. Honest Cassie especially dispatched Ryan Meff after work. Neff put the boots to Cassie. Chuck Tan made him for the save. But JD made ran in to protect Neff. I'll add to the note with, with Raskowski at the base situation. Leva Bates has a as a as a good ass. I mean a good butt. Let's go to that. Let's let's go back to the Drake thing. The, the JD Drake. Honestly, that was an odd choice had Drake in the spot. Drake doesn't quite look the part to fit in the pretty associated the hunks between Neff, Avalon, and Cesar Bond. So basically, all right, here's this is done. This is basically, um, all right, here's here's my my afterthought. Episode two of Dark was caught in that element arc evolution caught in that one hour twenty five minutes. It's a bit too short, but but the debut was like two hours long. But it was still a good show. It was the, the second time at a women's. This is the second time in AEW Dark Elevation a women's match closed out the show. So to me, that's progress for a women's division. But honestly, none of these stories of the debut carried over episode two. One continuation was that Teen Test Tang work was much better than Starks and Hobbs and with Starks and Brand Cage. Not a continuation of episode in the women's story. It was heat between Maddie Wazowski and. Hot ass Leva Bates. It's nice to see stabilities as these tales to the edge of intrigue. Time will tell tonight's stories will progressively prominent within evolution. Take several days until Ray Furface. We'll close down. Basically, we're not closing down. Coming up, honestly, basically later we have the AEW Dynamite review. Since I saw last night, but but we, we will get to dark in a, in a couple of right about now so this is evolution and i'll be reviewing dark right about now so here i go all right here are the results of AEW dark jarell nelson and royce isaacs defeated mean versus scu scu beat them qt marshall defeated sean dean Cesar Bonin defeated sean skyler actually vox beaten alex garcia Morant. The LS lost to Penelope Ford. Dark Order defeated Charlie, Carly Bravo, Burge Allridge, and Dean Alexander. Chaos Patrick lost to Dark Order. Jasmine Allure lost to The Bunny. Brian Cage retained the title against Brandon Cutler. Hugo Del Sol lost to JG, JD Drake. Jack Evans versus Dante Martin. Martin defeated Evans. Vry Mollis and Seth Garz versus Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Janela Kiss won. Angel Fashion and DD versus Nick Camarado and Solo. Solo and Camarado won. Adam Priest and Jake St. Patrick and Baron Black lost to the Gun Club. 
Okay, that's all the way. All right, here's the whole thing for today's AEW Dark episode. In my opinion, everyone was really solid today. Not a bad match on the car. Quality of Dark is only rising during the pandemic. I got some thoughts running in my head during the post-show. The Dark Order as a group is crazy. Every single one comes to go in the ring and put out a quality. Even their most experienced members are big fan favorites. Mind-blowing. Jack Evans looked better this week. I'm actually glad. I've been worried about the guy. Dante is a prodigy. Penelope Ford and Veranda put on a stream solid match. They seem to have some chemistry there. I'm a big fan of Ashley Fox on the Indies. So seeing her get the win was cool. Ash- Alex Garcia would like to see in a feud. She has an explosive ring board offense. I've never seen it coming. Glad to see Allie back in the ring session for the first time as a bunny. I hope she's feeling better. I want to see the captain hit some with the deal. All, all thoughts the best wishes to go to beautiful Bono and his family. And this was a decent episode of Dark. It was a solid episode of Dark Action. So, alright, and I will now review AEW Dynamite. So, get ready for it. Anyway. Alright. Anyone cool? Alright. Alright, we are now reviewing AEW Dynamite. The show starts with Omega vs. Seidel. Omega got the win after the One Wing Angel. We got Hangman Page vs. Cesar Bond. Bonnet. Hangman Pants got the win with the with that springboard clothesline or something. Can't remember. The Pinnacle versus Rusty Blunt, Dante Martin. The Pinnacle dominated them with in the, with a dominant victory. Young Bucks Cutler versus Lucha Bros. Lardo Kid. Lucha Bros. Lardo Kid won the match. We had some post-match brawl from Kenny Omega and Gallows and Anderson. We got on a road for Ty Conti. Conti won the match. We had a brawl with the Bunny interfering, attacking Conti and Hikari Dushida. And we witnessed an alliance between Vicky Guerrero, Nyla Rose, Hardy, Inc., and the Bunny. We have the main event. TNT Championship match, Darby Allen versus John Silver. Darby Allen won the match in a close call finish with a with a code red move. We had a brawl sprawl, Robbie the Hardy Inc. and and Vicky Rose Vixens. It was hellish. It was an amazing brawl to end the show. Okay, so now I'm gonna give you the hit down on Dynamite. Alec Marvez is with John Silver rest Dark Order. He has Silver if he's ready. Silver flexes, demonstrates the ability to dodge cop and drops while also managed to hurt five again. Hayman is there, has Silver in his nervous to which Silver replies with various degrees of manic sanity that he is in fact not hangman. Says even if Silver loses, the Dark Order was so proud of him. Silver is at least pumped. We have catched up with Lance Archer. Archer says he used to look up the sting. He says without Khan, there's no less. Archer stings back. Used to mean something. He says no matter what they were never sting, he'll never forget the murder hawk eater. It's also showtime, he says. Tony's with Britt Breaker. That match. Dennis just 
Donnie says he deserves a round of applause, so he's a hemp simp for this one. Britt says not enough. It's a weak applause for the work she put in. She said the crowds are disrespectful as done to Rosa. She says Rosa needs to thank Britt every single day, but she has the audition to stand her company in her division. And he says she put the woman on the map. She said, though, why are everyone talking about her? She doesn't need adoration and praise. He says, she said Mick Fuller took 20 years to become a hard college, and she did it in one night. With her blood flowing into her eyes, she never saw more clearly. She saw, says that Kenny Khan's high every and has been legend when she's right one right now. She put AEW on the map. She said AEW comes second to DMD. Dasha says, but Christian, Varsity Blonde, and Dante for flight. She said, what is he's up to? He says he's helping out the new guys. Frank comes out and says, what's the deal, bud? How do you even talk to me? Kazarian says, Christian Flossy is too. When he does the, what does the work start for Christian? Christian says, are you going on crazy cranky Frankie on me? Christian says, starts next week. And with you, Frankie agrees and invites him to come to watch him on Elevation Monday. The Pinnacle lays in on a pill map that the magic clears the ring. Tony comes in for an interview. Tony says the Pinnacle has a right, not just a need, not just a root. The Pinnacle is a family. He says he will die for all these men. Doc says that Tana and T have done well for themselves and fooled many, but not them. This is professional wrestling. If you know where you're standing at in pro wrestling, you come here and ask for the Pinnacle. MJF asks Jerk where he's been. MJF asks to come out. Tony, come, Tony erupts. Mawala puts up to that. MJF says next week he's going to give us all a gift. When you're with the Pinnacle, you're always on top, he says. We go to Team Taz. Taz says he has a message. He says there's a lot of conspiracy out there. There's no issues in Team Taz. He said Brian Cage apologized to the group for everything. Right, Cage? Cage gives us the best who better of all time. Tony's with QT. QT says he's living the dream. He has a good wife. He says he does the work. No one does more work than him. Maybe Tony Khan does. He says he gets the spare stuff, the random pay rematch, the Bronx House Brawl. He says it has to do with do it. With being Cody's friend. But Cody shouts Cody's friend. He says he's not dying. He's tired of it. He says next week he'll have an expedition. He says he won't keep taking English bumps. Cody comes out in a cast. Cody says, QT, stop. I get the angst. I get where you're going. He says his heart is in his, but he'll accommodate him. You can have the experience match and arm will ref it. Cody says he won't hurt QT. He says he won't, simply won't follow through on any of his moves. Cody says, QT is a good assistant and friend. Cody trans. Cody's friend again. He says, QT might be his friend. Cody agrees on a friend to a friend match. Alex is with the trio before the match. Penta and Phoenix said they're going to kick ass. Penta says, the young bucks, we know each other for a long time. You have something belonging to us. JR is confused on Alex transitioning and seems to me leave cut a promo. Kenny knocks out Lardo catch a bucks match. Kenny takes the mic. He says he has been flashbacks since 2019. Firefest, all the players are here. Says that three years ago, I had a choice to tell your friendship family would have called him. You could have chosen to stay at home with the people who loved the people who loved him. He could have gone to WWE, but I chose AEW. He said he didn't chose AEW. He chose the Young Bucks. He wanted to make this the best promotion on the planet. And right out and sit with me, you chose Brandon Cutler. I chose you. You didn't choose me back. He says, I'll give you one more chance. Toss it out. He said, too sweet me now or never. He says, they done. Might be a slug man. You can't stand by me. Bucks bail on him. Then he, then he told Brandon to go to the can, be the cameraman. That they are done. As he runs his mouth, the Lucha Bros kick the fuck out of him. Don hides like a spinous coward that he is. Excalibur says, "Good brothers are coming out a little late." late and Kenny's bleed from his mouth. Jay in the video package says, "Red Bell has made the biggest mistake of her life career." Jade says, "She will beat her ass." You want more? Jay says. 
she's on the path of greatness, and I think so. Red Velvet is just an obstacle on her road to her greatness. She looks like money, sounds like money. Jay tells us that Red Velvet and her are both undefeated single match on Dynamite, but that's not true. She had beat Red Velvet in Australia seconds during her feud with Penny Four back during Atlanta Times. She says, when you step in the ring, you're in the ring with that bitch. We go on a trailer for Road to the Top, a reality TV show on TNT focused on Cody and Brandy Rhodes. On TNT and Taylor, specifically to those who said this, I think we like to see more Cody and Brandy Rhodes. I think this will go over really well with basically everyone. We are backstage with Eddie and Mox. Eddie's leg is broken. Eddie says this ain't New Japan. This ain't no selling t-shirts. They say they're going to pay for this. Mox said, how far are you willing to take this? Mox said, are you willing to take as much blood on your nails as us? And the Bucks, he said, I don't know about the Bucks. I don't know like the Bucks. But he says, I guess I own them one. Mox said, you don't have the pants for their melodrama. If you're going to be in the game, you better, you, you best get your hands dirty. While Tay, while after the match, Tay celebrating, Vicky grabbed the leg. Now they're trying to beast bomber. Shia comes out with a kendo sticks, lays her out again. The bunny comes out, knocks them out. Shia and Tay, Hardy and Butcher and Blade comes out. Bunny keep way on the match of the women's eliminated tournament was a sham, terrible because the bunny wasn't in it. Match says people will look too long. It ends now. The segment then kind of just ends right there. Mirrors with Kip. He says, "Good luck with this match. I am not helping." with what you wanted. Chuck calls on the Donkey Kong the bastard. Kip is DK Jr. Myra call OC Wink Walking Annex Arcade. Anarchy is next week. I am excited for the match. Scorpio is in a video package. Scorpio says this is a new side of me. This side you've never seen. Scorpio is sick of getting overlooked. Scorpio Says that everyone needs to stop pretending he's not uniquely talented. Corporal says that his days will be on a radar over. He says Monday on elevation, him versus Mike Saddle. He says more than one man, he's the face of the revolution. More like the face of the black revolution, you ask me. After the Darby versus Silver match, Hardy goes after Darby. Dark Order goes after this group. The whole thing erupts into chaos after the end of the match. It was chaotic. Yeah, it was pretty much chaotic. So, you know, and it was pretty much, it was pretty much chaotic. So that was my Dynamite review. Let's go to the other news. There's only one, but it's a pretty good news. It is something to do with Andrade. So, please listen to this. This is a very part about Andrade. Okay, here we are. From WWE new notes, like last Sunday, it was revealed that that NXT champion Andrade was released from WWE. Mark Matt Milton reported March 12th that Andre had asked the, the company to release him for his contract. He appeared to tease and mean departure on social media hours for his so, official announcement. The 31 year old prodigy originally arrived in WWE in 2015 with a lot of hype, wrestling under a mask with an eight La Sombra. He became a major star in Mexico and Japan, was a founding member of the Los Negro Nablas. F4W Online confirmed reports that sources close to the situation confirmed that Andre has no non complete cause files in WWE release. The BS, he does not have a standard 90 day non complete cause that he's able to start taking dates immediately. 
here's my opinions. Honestly, I just want to say good luck to Andre. We will, I will support you wherever you work. Somewhere. This man is a dumbass. Look, he is someone talented in the cave that long. That's all I gotta say. And so, thank you for the podcast. I'll I'll see you all next week or so. So, thank you, and bye bye.